The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, well, 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 it does not matter who the host is. Yes, that is correct. Today is Tuesday, November the 9th of 2021, day 313th of the year, and only 52 days left to go. Yep, we are broadcasting live from our undisclosed studio. Isn't that going to be some fun times? Um, and we are coming across the multiverse of Safety FM and, of course, hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place known as Radio Big. Dot FM. Anyway, so um, if you're hanging out right away and you're noticing some things and you're kind of looking around and going, okay, hold on, there is something different. Yes, there is something different. Um, how can I put this? We are in our, well, let's say we are in our home studio. Should I call it a home studio? I'm not even sure if it's a home studio. We are in our destination studio. Maybe that's the way to put it. We are in our destination studio that we'll be hanging out in for the next few. Yeah, for the next little bit, we'll be hanging out right here. But don't worry, we'll be going back to our main studio here shortly. Um, But we are hanging out in this um, studio for the next little bit. And if you're on the video streamer, well, I kind of figured that you'll realize that right away. If you're not on the video streamer, then you're kind of just going, well, I don't know what's going on and it really doesn't matter. So that's a great part about it. Anyway, so there you go. We'll start talking right away about the things that are going on inside of the world of news because that is normally the reason why everybody's here now don't get me wrong you will hear sounds and you will hear things that you probably normally are not accustomed to hearing inside of this show but don't worry i figured the important part is for us to get to hang out together and do the things that we get to do Duh. if not you know it becomes a whole other deal anyway so let's get started right away about what is trending inside of the world of the songs according to itunes and Spotify, um, going uh, going down from the very f- number five spot, um, according to iTunes, Walker Hayes with Fancy Like, and number phone four Post Malone, number phone number four Post Malone in the weekend with One Right Now, and number three Adele with On Me, and number two Ed Sheeran with Shivers. Uh, let's see. Oh, you like my water bottle back there? It's pre- it's pretty fancy. I won't even tell you um, what all I have um, working around here. Thanks for the, thanks for the comment, Mister Posel. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I had to tell you if I, if, when it comes to this whole thing on how this is set up. We'll get to it. We'll talk. We'll talk about it here in a few. Uh, number three, Adele, Easy on Me. Number two, Ed Sheeran with Shivers, and at number one, uh, Gin with Yours. That's according to the iTunes side of the house. At number five, according to Spotify, is Ed Sheeran with Shivers. At number four, Glass Animals with Heat Waves. At number three, Little Nas X with Industry Baby. At number two, The Kid, 
and Justin Bieber would stay. And at the number one spot, according to Spotify, is easy on me. Anyways, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so don't worry about that. We're not going to be going too far away. But we're not going to change the sequence of what we're doing. That's kind of the, the fun part about always about what we do on this show. So don't worry about that. We'll get that moving and grooving and all that fun stuff. Um, also on the other side here, as we are talking today, as we go through this whole scenario, don't worry. We're going to do all the features that we normally do. We're just going to try to do it in a different fashion because that's probably what's going to end up taking place. So enjoy the view. Enjoy what we have going on. I'm sure we're going to mess around here quite a bit on how things are going to look. So don't worry about that. Anyways, let's get you to our friends from Feature Story News. I think that that's going to be important. So take a listen right now. Here is the news on the Radar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. Lithuania's government has called for a one-month state of emergency at its regions bordering Belarus as thousands of migrants gather to attempt to cross into the European Union. The EU says Belarus is facilitating attempts at illegal entry in response to the sanctions it imposed. On Monday, Polish troops clashed with migrants as they tried to enter the country through a barbed wire fence. Stuart Smith reports. Lithuania and Poland have both reinforced their borders with security forces to try to prevent unauthorised entry. Belarus says it won't prevent migrants from trying to cross, but is attempting to reduce the flow. Video on the ground on Monday showed Belarusian authorities guiding migrants off the road, away from the official border checkpoint and into the woods. Poland says Minsk is actively facilitating their activity, providing intelligence and equipment. It reports over 30,000 attempts to cross this year after Poland stopped accepting asylum cases. NGOs are extremely worried about the humanitarian situation, with at least eight dead as temperatures in the woods fall below zero. The United States has expressed concern over the deteriorating health of jailed Chinese citizen journalist Zhang Zan. Last week, her family said the 38-year-old was close to death, amplifying calls for her release. Patrick Falk reports from Beijing. U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said on Monday that Washington has repeatedly expressed concerns about the arbitrary nature of Jiang Jian's detention and mistreatment during it and called on China for her immediate and unconditional release. The former lawyer was sentenced to four years in prison in December for her reporting in Wuhan during the early weeks of the coronavirus pandemic. She's been on hunger strike since she was detained in May 2020. Her brother said on Twitter last week that she was severely underweight and may not live for months. Much longer. The Japanese government has begun discussions on an economic stimulus package that could total more than $265 billion in order to revive the pandemic-hit economy. Prime Minister Kishida has pledged a form of new capitalism to promote both growth and wealth distribution and tackle growing income inequality. Later today, the French president is going to make another nationwide address about the pandemic. Emmanuel Macron is expected to make announcements on possibly making a third dose of a coronavirus vaccine mandatory for some age groups. From FSN's bureau in Paris, here's Ross Cullen. This will be another primetime speech by the president as France is suffering signs of a possible fifth wave. With winter on the approach, Emmanuel Macron is set to outline the latest government guidance for third shots of the vaccine and he's also unlikely to change the current nationwide obligation to wear a face mask inside and to use the health pass when accessing places like restaurants, cinemas and sports centres. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN.
With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at the clarion warning issued on Monday by the World Food Programme predicting an imminent catastrophe in Afghanistan. David Beasley, the head of the WFP, said the country is on the brink of the worst humanitarian situation on earth, with 23 million people inexorably heading towards starvation. It will, he said, be hell. Shelley Thakral of the World Food Programme expanded on what her boss had to say about the urgent need for international support. He spoke so passionately and Mm. said, you know, shame on you, world. Shame on you, world, for all the billions of the trillions of money that we have. And yet, you know, children, you're seeing children who are starving, who are undernourished, who are underweight, even families who've had to sell children. That's, I have no words for it. The desperation is, is that we need money. We need $220 million a month to feed people until the end of the year and then 2022 we take stock. The crisis has been sparked not just by political uncertainty with the Taliban back in charge but by Afghanistan's recent drought and its impending winter. Since the fall of the government headed by President Ashraf Ghani many Western nations have suspended aid operations in Afghanistan but the WFP says that is no longer an option if disaster is to be averted. With FSN Spotlight... I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, Lithuania's government has called for a one-month state of emergency at its regions bordering Belarus as thousands of migrants attempt to cross into the EU. The US has expressed concern over the health of a jailed Chinese citizen journalist. Japan is discussing an economic stimulus package that could total more than $265 billion, and the French president is set to make a nationwide address about the pandemic. That's the latest feature story news. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 min 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The stores are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's.
let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, and vanishes you to vanishes, prove to the police vanishes. that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks puts a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. You are listening to a renowned safety expert, Dr. Jay Allen, on Safety FM. Changing safety cultures, one broadcast and one podcast at a time. Join the fun on social media and find us on Facebook at Safety FM. Oh, those are some of the old drops that we used to use back when we first started. Boy, have those things changed. Safety expert, really? That's that's a little, uh, you know... A little iffy-iffy in regards to calling yourself that. Anyways, let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world. A lot of new stuff, as you can tell right away, as we are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday morning. It is currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out and doing the things that we get to do, which is always fun times, um, as we get to, to to do some stuff, to do some stuff and talk and hang and all that. Yeah, you know, when you're in a, now, a non-soundproof studio, non-soundproof studio, eh, it can become a, a little iffy-iffy, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, definitely, for sure, as we are talking about it. You know, my first thought was... But... We decided not to go that angle when um, they said I was probably not. It was not a good idea to probably talk about that on the air. So I figured I won't do that. Anyway, so let's talk real quick. Um, just growing on inside of what goes going happening inside of the hit list. Let's go from there. Pfizer is expected to seek FDA emergency authorization for use of its COVID-19 booster shot. 
for all people 18 and older. The request could be made as soon as this week, according to the Washington Post. The FDA already authorized the boosters for those 65 and older and are, um, you know, at the increased risk of what could happen to them next. But there you go. So we'll see what ends up happening. A lot of stuff with that. We'll start seeing more and more things actually come about. So we'll we'll take a view on what is happening uh, because that's always going to be one of those important things. Hold on real quick. So there you go. Anyways, an Alaskan woman moved her family off the grid to prepare them for the possible world-ending disaster after being unable to um, to charge her phone during the brief um, powder outage. The 37-year-old Morgan Rogue realized how um, dire the situation would be if electricity was permanently shut down. So she started research of ways to be um, to stay prepared. Eventually, becoming part of the prepping community. Now her two children are older. Morgan says that she has included them into her lifestyle too, um, encouraging them to pack their own emergency supplies and help with with preservation. So there you go. Currently, the family has enough uh, dried and canned food to last six months if a disaster were to happen today. So um, here's my question, because it's going to have to come up, of course, because it is my question. Uh, how does this actually have anything to do with power? I don't get it, but I guess that that's the gig. You have to do what you have to do and then just kind of go from there. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, so let's continue talking. Elon Musk asked Twitter users if, uh, he should, uh, sell 10% of the 170.5 million shares that he holds of Tesla, nearly 58% of, um, the, oh, hold on. Nearly 58% of more than uh, 3.5 million vo- um, voters said yes. While uh, Musk said that he will follow the poll results whatever way it goes, he also has not yet announced what he's going to do next. Worth noting, as of Sunday, Musk is the richest man on earth with a net total of $338 billion. Yes, I did say billion dollars. So, you know... $338 billion. Uh, what to expect, what to expect. I wonder what this button's going to say. Let's take a listen. Enjoy the best safety shows on the planet on safetyfm.com. Okay, I guess best safety shows on the planet is what she had to say. So there you go. We'll take a listen to that. That's kind of fun. Anyway, so let's get in uh, to John Smalls real quick. See what he has to say about what exactly is going on inside of the world of the stock market. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. Equities were mostly steady Monday to start the week. The S&P 500 advanced less than 0.25% to set a new all-time high in the process. Traders are focused on earnings and the economy with the October reads of CPI and PPI due out this week. Both the CPI and the PPI are expected to accelerate on a month-to-month basis. The question is, by how much? With the FOMC already set to begin tapering, a hotter-than-expected number will move up the timeline for interest rate hikes as well. The CME FedWatch tool is expecting at least one interest rate hike by June of 2022. If inflation continues to rise unabated, that could easily become May or even April. The takeaway for investors is that as bad as rising rates are, it will be quite some time before interest Interest rates put a cap on economic growth. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. 
Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, because that's exactly what we found partially. So let's talk about what we found on our neck of the woods. U.S. stocks lifted on Monday to begin the new trading week. The Dow rose 104 points, and the Nasdaq added about, uh, let's see, about 10 points, and the S&P gained about 4 points. Investor seems energized by the passage of the infrastructure bill through Congress. Caterpillar surged about 4%. On the news, and Tesla dipped almost 5% after Elon Musk said that he would sell 10% of the company, um, you know, based on the Twitter poll that we were just talking about. So there you go. Some things to think about for sure as we are talking right here, right now. You know, all that kind of fun stuff. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Oscar Pistaturis, uh, the Olympic runner who killed his girlfriend, Riva Stringkramp. Um, is up for parole, but first he must uh, meet with her parents. The world-famous double amputee athlete who gunned down his girlfriend in their home on Valentine's Day in 2013 has been eligible for parole since July. A hearing is scheduled um, for last month and then was canceled because of a meeting between um, Oscar and his girlfriend's parents that had not been arranged. Uh, the girlfriend's parents wants to f- do a face-to-face meeting with Oscar before he is considered for release, which is their rights under South Africa victim offender dialogue policy. The goal to which to um, is to achieve some kind of closure for families of victims of crime. So there you go. It'll be interesting to see exactly what will end up happening there. Duh. Because it ends up being one of those things that when you have those conversations, what exactly is going to come about? Because what what are you going to sit there and say? What are you going to turn around and um and say, okay, well, this is what I did and the reason that I did it. It's a it's one of those things that you have to think about quite a bit as we are talking here. It can't just be, oh, it's a it's a you know. It's one of those things that I, I think everything's going to be all right. I mean, I don't know. Think about that. Your your child is killed. The killer is up for parole. Now, think about this, too. We're talking now just a little over nine years. What do you? What kind of conversation are you going to have? I mean, it's it's an interesting one. That's for sure. I mean, I don't even know where where I would go with that. There's just too much to um, to think about just to say, okay, I think we're good and let's proceed forward. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's just call him by the name of Gage because I'm going to butcher his last name. So Gage, the third man who was shot by Kyle Rittenhouse uh, during the protest, Um, in Wisconsin, testified on Monday that he was uh, pointing his gun at Rittenhouse when he was shot. Gage told the jury that he believed the Rittenhouse to be the active shooter and he drew his own pistol to stop the bloodshed. When asked um, why didn't he shoot first, Gage replied, that's not the kind of person that I am. The defense uh, made, made the point that it was extremely clear to jurors that Rittenhouse did not shoot until Gage pointed the weapon at him. Rittenhouse shot Gage in the arm, uh, tearing away much of his bicep. So there you go. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more things about the Rittenhouse case because we have been talking about it now for quite some time. So we'll see what ends up happening here in the long run. Duh. Duh. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit more here. A missing teenager from North Carolina was rescued after she signaled for help um, by using a hand gesture featured on TikTok. A 16-year-old from Asheville was reported missing by her parents on Tuesday. Uh, two days later, a motorist in Kentucky called 911 after the girl made the gesture while being in the vehicle on the interstate. The hand gesture is uh, a one one-handed sign someone can uh, use when in distress. The social media app, it is the signal of violence at home. Someone using the signal holds their hand up while their palm is facing, tucks their thumb into their hand, and then closes it with their fingers, oh, then closes their fingers over their thumb. I'm insinuating that it goes something like this. I'm insinuating something like that. I mean, I could be totally off. I have no clue. I'm just taking a guess here. The man who kidnapped the teen was arrested and charged with unlawful imprisonment and possession of a matter of sex performance by a minor. So there you go. Um, so let's see here. So as much as we complain from time to time about social media, as much as we complain from time to time about how um, not so great certain aspects of our, our, and I mean, I have to tell you, that sounds kind of, uh, kind of asshole-ish from my standpoint, especially when I'm coming to you live on social media, uh, you have to question some things. You have to turn back and go, um, if I can turn back time, but I guess there is some good aspects also at the same time too, because now take a look at this. This girl did something she found on social media and it ended up helping getting her rescued. Duh. Anyways, let's continue on. The U.S. opens its doors to vaccinated international travelers on Monday. Many of those welcomed back to the country who had been shut down, um, shut out, shut down and shut out for the last 20 months due to the pandemic. The international flights into Newark, Liberty and JFK International Airport were up by 11 percent with 253 flights scheduled to arrive. So there you go. Good for um, people to uh, be able to hang out and do the things that they wanted to do with their family members that they have not been able to see for months and months and months and months. So there you go. Some things to think about for sure. Is that sarcastic? I don't think it is. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue going on here. The Miami Herald's newest reporter, are you ready for this, is a robot. The Pulitzer Prize winner newspaper has enlisted artificial intelligence software to write dozens, two to three paragraph stories about um, property sales. The so-called Miami Herald bot um, has um, at least uh, 50 bylines and, um, and sometimes writes four articles per day. The Herald notes that, uh, that the bot is just an experiment. Yeah, that's how it always starts. It's just an experiment until it's no longer is. I mean, think about it for a moment. There is uh, some experiments of experiments, that's for sure, as we are talking here. Anyways, let's continue down the path. What time is it? It is 28 minutes past the top of the hour, if you're wanting to know. I'm sharing here with you. So maybe it's time, maybe it's time for us to do that, that little portion that we talk about that we call, you know, our main story. Oh, don't worry. I, I, I forgot to uh, get the fancy graphics. I'm, I'm sure we'll figure it out by some point tomorrow. But uh, let's get into that right now. Let's get into the let's get into our main story and see if we can get that even going right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. 
So let's talk about it in this world of weird that we continue to go down and this world of weird uh, that we continue to do a little bit of everything. Let's talk about this thing that we continue to see more and more of. Let's talk about this thing that we have talked about for the last, well, 20 months at this point, maybe even longer. This whole thing of remote work. This whole thing where we have actually turned in and said, okay, cool, we're doing work remotely. And now we're starting to see some things where they're changing. We're starting to see some things where uh, people are coming about and they're able to work in person. And it, it depends on where you want to go with it. Because we can talk from a safety standpoint. We can talk from a, from a, whole, other, a whole other thing there where we go, okay, when we start talking about talking about safety, it's kind of an easier one because we've seen the remote work, unless it's construction-based, be um, out there for quite a bit in regards of, we're not going to say phoning it in because people have the wrong perception when it comes to that, but they've been doing the things that they have to do in that particular regards of being able to do the work remotely where they're able to call in, help out, do Zoom calls. I mean, we can call this today a fancy Zoom call if you want to do that. But that's what they've been going out there doing. Now, the interesting part, because it is interesting as we are talking about it, that as these things do happen and they, as they are coming to a change, people are now starting to go in and be able to work in person. But here's the gig. With people being able to work in person, do you look at this and go, I want to stay as a remote worker? Reason behind it, a couple of different things. Number one, you feel more comfortable staying at home. Number two, well, maybe from where you were originally hired, you have now decided to go somewhere else. Now, I have quite a few people that I follow on the different social media platforms or redes sociales, uh, where they have opted to move from high-end areas that they lived in and to go to, we'll say, lesser cost, because cheaper always sounds terrible, um, lesser cost places in regards of what they're doing and being able to work for there. Now, now, don't get me wrong, they still work for the same company that they worked for before, but now the change has occurred where they are actually paying lesser, uh, a lesser cost for where they're living. So this is what they've opted to do. Now, what is your personal opinion about this? Because this is going to get us into some all kind of fancy pants um, area when we start thinking about it. Do you look at this and go, are they doing the right thing? Should they still be able to work remotely? Or do you think that because now we're having the opportunity to be able to go back where people should have to be there? Now, keep in mind of this. Of course, we know some of the changes that occurred over the weekend, but this would have been an, an easy conversation, an easy conversation, to have if we were still going, okay, well, if you have 100 people um, and they're not, they all have to either be vaccinated or tested weekly, but now we know that that conversation is partially changing. But those are some things that still have to be thought of. Those are some things that still need to, to be considered. So I don't know. What is your thought process when it comes to this? 
what is your uh, your thought of does the remote work still need to be a thing or does remote work need to go bye-bye? I mean, I don't know. I don't, like, as you know and I know, you normally see me locked up in a studio. You normally see me locked up somewhere else in regards of the things that I'm doing. Now, today in particular, we can say that I am doing quote-unquote remote work because I am not in the studio that I normally see myself in. Um, and I am not hanging out where I would normally do these things at. And I will tell you, I will even be interacting with some of my with some of the clients that I have the opportunity of interacting with from right here next to the bottle of water, as Jim so kindly pointed out. But those are the things to talk about. Does remote work still bring a value to the things that are going on? Or should we start taking a look at it and go, no, it's time to move away from it because now we're getting to the point where we're opening things back up. Now, of course, the thought's definitely going to be yours on what needs to be done because I don't know. What What are the things that come to your mind? I mean, there has to be so many different things that do come to mind when it comes to this because it's kind of one of those polarizing issues still. Is remote work still a thing? And is there a value to it? Because here's the thing that I look at. There's such a, there's such larger areas that you'll be able to cover now. Oh, don't you love this? This is a party going on right now. But this is the this is the great thing about it. There's some larger areas that the person can cover doing the remote work, opposed to it just being, you know, the the normal everyday scenario of actually being just in one place. So when you start thinking about it, just some things that need to come to mind. Now, they don't have to come to your mind. I'm just saying they just need to come to mind in general because there is an opportunity of something entirely different. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy sitting behind a microphone somewhere. You know, who the hell knows where? Anyways, just a thought. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? 
Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. keeps.com slash safety. Now just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head like mine.
Okay, there you go. That's I Don't Give a Damn by Vivera. That song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. It is currently ava- um, It is currently 41 minutes past the top of the hour on this lovely Tuesday. Don't worry, we still got we still got some things to do. Don't worry about that. Duh. So that's that's it. That's it. That's I don't give a damn by Vivera. Thanks for allowing us to play that one here on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you because if not, I'm going to forget. Um, yesterday, I'm actually kind of going going around town, and I went in. Uh, I went into this place. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, there's just no other way to explain it. I go into this place, and you are aware that some places you have to to have to have a mask, just kind of the way that it goes, and, th- and that's fine. That That's no big deal. Um, and then to get in, and then some places still do temperature checks, and that's okay too. Now, the weirdest thing, and I have to tell you the weirdest thing, the person was not doing temperature checks to your head. The person was doing temperature checks to your arm, which I've never seen anybody do before. But hey, I guess you aim wherever you can and just go from there. But I thought that was kind of a kind of a, a different approach on on things. But hey, may, maybe I'm the one that's out of sequence here um, in regards to the things that I'm thinking. Anyways, let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news because that's always um, what's happening around here. Anyways, let's talk about the Monster Mash. Yes, the Monster Mash. A New Zealand couple's named the potato Doug, but Doug isn't just any potato. We talked about this last week. Doug just might be the world's biggest potato. That was what one of the that's what owners Colin and Donna Craig Brown are hoping to find out. Colin says that they're um, they were weeding their garden and they found him. The current Guinness World Record holder of the largest potato is 11 pounds. The spud from England. Doug weighs in at 17.4 pounds. Now, um, now the Craig Browns are waiting to to hear um, if Doug is is able to get the Guinness World Record certification. And while they wait, Doug is is chilling in a freezer. And if you're wondering where Doug got his name, it's because they had to dug him up. I mean, I'm sure you get it. But here's the thing. I mean, we talked about, you know, one of these large vegetables not so long ago. And it was interesting to think that it had the size of a nail that um, was marked on the side of it. And it was unable to get in because it deemed it as damaged. Yes, damaged. You know, that stupid song. But think about it. That's what happened there. So I don't know. Anyways, um, so they're just hoping that the Guinness says that yes to Doug's. I mean, if you get it. And then the other one, at the weigh-in, there were several spectators. Okay, sorry. I mean, they're just too easy. They're just too easy to, to say not to, um, not to do anything. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. There you go. Let's talk about some studies. Here's what some studies say that are out there. We've long been told by medical professionals that health benefits of moderate drinking. But researchers from the University of Medicine, um, Greenswald, 
found that the higher um, death rate among non-drinkers are likely due to other factors. In other words, that this is a little um, to no scientific evidence and drinking alcohol in moderation helps you uh, live longer. The new study found that factors among non-drinkers such as uh, previous alcohol and drug problems, smoking habits, and overall poor health may um partially explain their shorter lives. Okay, maybe drinking doesn't make um, you live longer, but I'm not willing to risk it. I mean, think about that real quick. I mean, there's some other things you can find out, but that's something to think about. Anyways, heart attacks is, is tougher on men, according to a new study. Despite the stereotype that men are less emotionally invested in relationships than women, a university psychologist in the UK and Switzerland found that men who suffer the greatest emotionally by the impact during a breakup. More than 184,000 volunteers shared their relationship woes in an, an anonymous forum. The researchers looked deeply at the language that they used during the details of the problem. Surprisingly, the theme of heartache was more commonly discussed by men. Men also were more inclined to seek help um, um, in order to cope with the breakup. Women, on the other hand, were more likely to find um, find help in person, such as a therapist. No one writes um, Dear Abby anymore. I mean, think about that. But I wonder if the 184,000 people that were actually um, doing this and said, hey, let me, um, let me see uh, what's going to happen. Let's see how the conversation can go. Thought that they were going to get something else out of it. If um, they ended up saying that uh, they were, you know, caring, loving, and all that other kind of fun stuff. I mean, I'm just asking as a question, if you're especially asking a dude. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's talk about why not. Why not? Okay, now that these products um, shortages are getting serious, winemakers are... uh, are are sounding the alarm of what the impending wine shortages as supplies have fallen to a new record low in 2021. Due to the brutal weather, particularly in Europe, wines production region, the International Organization of Vine and Wine says that bad weathers are already uh, severely impacted wine production in Italy, Spain, and France, resulting in extremely low product volumes, and wineries say that... um, Let's see. The projection sees that the sales of returning to high pre-pandemic levels and they were also will not be able to, you know, renew to be able to supply the renewed demand. So there you go. Just some stuff to think about. So we can expect to spend more more on a bottle of wine. Yep. Um, my, this might actually cause someone like Sheldon Primus might have to start spending more than 15 minutes on one. So there you go. Um, so there you go. It's, so I guess it's going to be a sip and serve type of thing. I don't know if anybody uh, about your house, but mine, demand for wine has never gone greater than my whole family was locked in um, down for the last 24 hours a day. I mean, that kind of did cause the influence that people wanted to drink a little bit more because that was just kind of the thing that should have been happening at that particular moment in time. Just something to think about as you're starting to think about it all around. SafetyFM.com Anyways, let's talk about some other things real quick. I think that it might be time to do the Motivation Minute, so let's get that moving right now. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Jerry. 
There's an anonymous quote that says, Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. Thanks for sharing this, Jerry. We can all use more of this in our lives. Be grateful for what you have. Count your blessings. In my case, I thank God for these things on a daily basis. When you count even the littlest things and you're truly thankful for these blessings, be prepared for many more things to be thankful for. It seems to me that you'll be even more blessed. At least I have been. And I'm thankful for that. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute today is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. Why is it important to have magnesium in your diet? According to numerous studies, the most common sign of magnesium deficiency is getting stressed. If you find that you stress out easier and faster, you get more reactive to things that you normally wouldn't react to and you have a hard time relaxing and falling asleep, all of this could be a big sign of magnesium deficiency. According to a study published in the Journal of Neuropharmacology, magnesium plays a huge role in regulating the portion of the brain that is responsible for modulating stress, reducing anxiety, and maintaining the brain relaxed. A relaxed brain is a fast brain. So to enhance the cognitive functions, here are some of the foods that are richest in magnesium. Avocados, leafy greens, chlorella in tablets or powder form, tuna, pumpkin or flax seeds, and the most fun one, some good quality chocolate. For this and more information, please visit alessamorgan.com. Okay, there you go. Motivation Minute, Wellness Moment, and all that kind of fun stuff all tied into one. Makes it kind of a simple process, taking a listen to what's going around. Um, If you don't like them in the mix, just let me know, because if they're too close together, I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it. Anyways, it's 50 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, 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 lovely Tuesday. Let's talk about it real quick. um, President Joe Biden's administration is calling on American business to ignore the court order pausing the federal mandate for um, workplace vaccinations. Deputy White House Media Commissar um, said on Monday the private businesses should continue to move forward to make sure that they're getting their workplaces vaccinated. So there you go. Go. Some things coming about. Worth noting, it takes a little effort to imagine uh, Jim Acosta's hair igniting. Uh, what? What is this? I don't know. I don't. Maybe I cross stories there. But anyway, some things to think about. I don't know. Do you think that this should be something that people should uh, consider, or should they yell at the bald going on? I mean, I don't know. It's just some stuff to think about. I feel like I might be somewhere where I can't say. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just the thing. Okay, so let's continue going down the path of some other things as we are hanging out here. Uh, 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 um. So did you hear about this one? Howard Stern thinks that Aaron Rodgers should be thrown out of the NFL over his vaccination drama. The radio legend who was furious over the whole fiasco told listeners this week, I would throw this guy out of the league fast. Stern put Rodgers in the same category as former Raiders star Henry Duggs, who recently crashed his car at 153 miles per hour uh, at a night of drinking. He said that if he were in charge, that he would clean up the league. I don't know. I mean, I never knew of Stern being a, a big NFL guy, but hey. Whatever it takes, you know what I'm saying there. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. 
and taking a look around, let's go back to the year of, um, let's go back to the year of 2015. SeaWorld in San Diego announced that it will overhaul its killer whale show after controversial um, controversy over the whale's treatments. The show, which was has been part of the park identity for decades, was replaced by, with a conservation-based show. So there you go. That happened back in 2015. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. French Montana turns 37. Chris Lane turns 37. Vanessa, Vanessa Lachey turns 41. Cisco, you know, the 90s rapper turns 43. Nick Lachey, yes, married to Vanessa Lachey that I just mentioned, also shares the exact same birthday. He turns 48 today. Eric Dane turns 49. Chris Jericho, you know, the professional wrestler, lead singer of Fozzie. Also, you know, participants of Dancing with the Stars turns 51 today. Uh, Ryan Murphy turns 56. And that kind of gives you the summation of the birthdays. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate today, let me give you some of those because those are always fun. National uh, Scrapple Day. National um, Louisiana Day. Chaos Never Dies Day. World Freedom Day. And Young Readers Day. So there you go. Those are all the days that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, let me tell you real quick about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Know that you are not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about your personal hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, you can go to their website at afsp.org. That's afsp.org. Or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. That's all you got to do and kind of go from there and figure out the things that are going on. That's Always the best thing, keep in mind that you might not need it now, but you might know someone that might need that information. So you never know. Keep it close because it's always a good thing to know. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts on this Tuesday's quotation marks are the youngest punctuation in the English language. They've only been around for about 300 years. A cricket can't hear its own chirping. Well, that's, that explains a lot. Until 2004, caffeine was an international Olympic Committee list of banned substances. On average, there is 178 seeds on a McDonald's McMac bun. Big Mac bun. So there you go. 7.5 million toothpicks can be created from one cord of wood. So there you go. Um, tigers can be taught how to use litter boxes so big litter boxes I, I i don't i don't think that anybody really wants to go around and um clean up that shit we at safety fm are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying he is trying to be entertaining Rated our safety show okay 55 minutes past the top of the hour as you and i are still hanging at the top of the hour i will be going over to radiobig.fm if you want to kind of come out hang out do the things that we do over there you're more than welcome on doing that because you know that's what we do we hang out at radio big um after this show and then we, I mean, we're con- already on Radio Big, but we kind of go then hang out just exclusively on Radio Big. But you can hang out on Safety FM if you want to as well. Of course, the Safety FM app is always available there in regards of doing so. Um, also, for those of you that um, had seen the first ebook. 
that we had done, we had released last month on Safety FM Plus. I will be releasing our second one at some point. I'm hoping at some point this week uh, so we can get it your way. Um, all you have to do is go to Safety FM Plus. You can download it right there. And, of course, we do have a free trial to our subscription-based services. Um, if you want to do that, we I will tell you to date we are the um, most inexpensive yeah, we did it at the lowest cost possible um, in regards of actually being able to provide safety information inside of a platform. So there you go. Anyways, let me give you uh, some scoops of BS real quick as we're getting here towards the end. A report claims that only one in 50 people can effectively multitask. Now you're now you excuse me. I just thought that this new gum, I can't see how it tastes while I'm walking. So there you go. A new study claims that 33% or 33 is the happiest age, excuse me, uh, probably because you're too old to date Dane Cook. So there you go. Uh, a study suggests that a moderate drinking during pregnancy may not uh, not affect the child's development. If it's true, I consistently drank and while my wife was pregnant and our kids turned out okay. Well, I haven't even seen, seen them since the visitations, but, you know, that's fine with me. So just think about that. And there is a phone app that you can um, test your IQ Find out, find the app on um, App Store. It's called Lonely and Single. It'll be readily available right there for you. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so here you go. Let me get you out of here. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. If two people love each other, nothing is impossible except deciding where to eat. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. If you could live in any TV character's home, which one would it be? If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question. The average household, yes, the average household, you you still hearing that? Average household has six of these. What are they? refrigerator magnets so there you go anyways you've been listening to the rated r safety show exclusively on safety fm and radio big.fm thank you for coming out hanging out and welcome to our new shindigs for the next little bit um before we get back to our normal studio so just wanted to share that with you real quick anyways thank you for taking a listen um we can't do what we do without you the most important part the listener that's for sure i can leave you with a thought for today i would love to leave you with this one If you want to see a rainbow, you first need to put up with some rain. Think about that. That's what I got. Take care. I will see you mañana. God willing, unless you're coming over and hanging out at RadioBig.fm. If not, I will see you much, much sooner. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.